What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. I am Ian LaVanzan. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Latoya Luckett. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. The Swag Award. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. The R. Kelly saga continues. The Gail King interview gave us his perspective on the charges and allegations along with interviews with the young lady staying with him. A new VHS tape has surfaced, and the owner says it looks like R. Kelly with an underage girl back in the 90s. This weekend, we've got the lawyer who's representing two R. Kelly victims, two parents, two whistleblowers, and he's handed over a couple of R. Kelly's old tapes. Michael Avenatti joins us. He's next on Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha on the line. He's a celebrity attorney, most famous currently for handling the Stormy Daniels case against Donald Trump. How did he wind up? Up in the middle of the R. Kelly case, we are about to find out. Attorney Michael Avenatti is on the line. How are you? Hello. How are you? How did you get involved with the R. Kelly case? Please tell us. Well, ever since I started representing Stormy Daniels back in um, early, well, I started in late February of last year, but it became public in early March. We get about 100 inquiries a day, if not more, at my office for people seeking us to represent them in a host of cases around the country. And, I mean, we've always had a national practice, uh, but it's taken on a new level, obviously, in the last year. And so in April of last year, we were contacted by um, a, an individual who was seeking representation in connection with R. Kelly and wanted us to investigate allegations against R. Kelly. And so we started representing that client and began the investigation, which literally spanned across the country uh, and went on since, again, April of last year. And then along the way, we had various other parties contact us and ask us to represent them. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Attorney Michael Avenatti, he's the attorney for uh, representing uh, whistleblowers and parents of the victims of the R. Kelly case. And um, first of all, let me tell you thank you because you're doing this pro bono, yeah. correct? That's correct. We're, we're doing it pro bono. We've always done it pro bono. We, we currently represent two whistleblowers, three victims, uh, two of whom are included in the indictment that was recently uh, handed down in Chicago, and then two parents. We're talking about the growing case against R. Kelly on the line, the man who assures us he's getting convicted this time, attorney Michael Avenatti. It's Cafe Mocha. We know him as the attorney for Stormy Daniels in that Donald Trump case. Now he's representing some of the victims in the R. Kelly scandal. On the line is attorney Michael Avenatti. After the Gail King incident, the interview came out, I used one of your tweets to kind of sum up what everybody was thinking. Because a lot of people, I was just talking to someone on a plane, they didn't realize that there are 10 new charges. So can you help explain like what is actually going on? What's the latest in the R. Kelly case? Sure, so we turned over a videotape that we had uncovered during our investigation. Uh, We had uncovered it and recovered it in early February. I reached out to the uh, Cook County State Attorney, uh, Kim Fox directly. We arranged to hand that over, and we began assisting investigators in connection with their investigation of R. Kelly's uh, sexual assault and abuse across many, many years. We then uncovered a second tape. We also provided that to them. 
as a result of the first tape that we provided, which frankly is a, a bombshell piece of evidence, mm -hmm. um, they coupled other evidence with that, some of which we provided, some of which they got on their own, and they issued an indictment uh, a few weeks ago naming R. Kelly as a defendant in 10 separate charges relating to sexual assault of underage girls as well as assault of uh, women over the age of 18, young women over the age of 18. And he was uh, arrested. There are four victims in the indictment. We represent two of them. A third victim in the indictment is the victim depicted in the two videotapes that we have provided. There are other victims uh, for which his crimes have not, he has not been charged yet, but we anticipate that there likely are additional charges, whether those be in Chicago or Atlanta, uh, or very likely on the federal level. Mm. When it's all said and done, there's gonna be many more charges than the 10 counts that he's been named as a defendant on. And I'm highly confident that once he is convicted, he is never going to walk free another day in his life. It's Cafe Mocha. We're on the line with attorney Michael Avenatti. He's representing several people on multiple sides of the R. Kelly case, parents, whistleblowers, and victims. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about what's on this tape and how you acquired this tape that was recently turned over. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. We're doing an R. Kelly update on the line. He is representing several people uh, who are filing charges and want to be heard regarding the R. Kelly case. Attorney Michael Avenatti is on the line. I want to find out what's on this new tape. And, and this is a, an old tape, but it was newly uncovered. Can you talk about what's on it? Well, I, I can and I can't. I mean, here's what I can say. There are two tapes, one of which is approximately 44 minutes in length. The other one of which is about 55 minutes in length. They depict R. Kelly engaged in a number of uh, sexual acts, uh, a lot of deviant behavior, all targeting and directed at a 14-year-old victim. How do we know she's 14? Because she repeatedly, at R. Kelly's direction, states that she's 14, and he states repeatedly that she is 14. And we know it's not role play because there are other activities and words that are spoken on these tapes that indicate that without a doubt this is a 14 year old girl we know who the girl is she has been identified we know it is r kelly because of his voice because of it's obvious it's him on the tape and because there is a black mole on the center to lower left side of his back visible throughout these tapes and there's no question it's him. That was an issue in the prior case back in 2008. His defense counsel argued there was no mole visible. On this tape, there's no question the mole is visible. In addition, the audio on these tapes is very clear, and you can hear him speak throughout the tapes. The conduct that takes place on these tapes is abhorrent. Uh, much of it has no place directed at a woman, whether she was 25, 35, 45, or 55, let alone a 14-year-old girl. Uh, and it, it, it is truly abhorrent. Uh, I am not a teetoddler by, or teetoddler by any stretch of the imagination, but I will tell you that if this was my 14-year-old daughter, and I have one, by the way, on this tape, and uh, anyone was doing these things to her, let alone a man of R. Kelly's, uh, age, I want to be able to be on the phone with you right now because I'd be locked up to the balance of my life mm. at best. 
Now, R. Kelly says these accusers are scorned women. How can you tell the difference in actual victims and those jumping on the bandwagon? Well, there's a number of ways you can tell, and I can assure you that the prosecutors are adequately vetting these uh, these victims to make sure that they are legitimate victims. I mean, they understand the stakes are this high. I mean, look, and this is what I keep coming back to. R. Kelly actually expects the American people to believe that he is the only one telling the truth. And these scores of girls and scores of young women and scores of parents and when you add up the number of people, we're talking about a big number. I don't know if it's 50 or 75 or 100 or 150, but it's a big number. All of these folks cannot be lying. They didn't all get together at some uh, picnic and decide that they were all going to tell the same story. Most of these people have never even met each other before. We're talking to Michael Avenatti about the R. Kelly case. It's Cafe Mocha. We all saw the R. Kelly documentary. Hopefully you've seen the Gail King interview. We're talking to a man who's inside this case right now, attorney Michael Avenatti. He's representing some of R. Kelly's victims, some of the parents of those victims, and a couple of whistleblowers as well. Michael Avenatti's on the line. Thank you for being here. How did the women that you represent find the courage to break away? Well, that, that's a really uh, interesting question and an important one. I mean, you know, these women generally are in therapy for many, many years. They go through a lengthy process. You know, there's a lot of victims that just never get there. I mean, they want to repress this, and move beyond it. And I respect that. Uh, and we all do that in our lives from time to time uh, as it relates to traumatic experiences. But uh, my clients actually found the courage to come forward. They want to do the right thing. They want to ensure this never happens uh, to any other young women for the balance of R. Kelly's life. And I, I think that they deserve our admiration uh, for being as courageous and brave as they are. It's Cafe Mocha. We're talking to attorney Michael Avenatti. He's representing multiple people who say R. Kelly has done all the things that we've heard he's done. He's got two parents, victims, whistleblowers, uh, Michael Avenatti on the line. I guess, um, I guess my question for you and everybody's question is, how do we get a conviction this time? Because so many of us were around back in the 90s, mm -hmm. and it was almost like the Rodney King case. What? He's on tape. Why can't you? You know, this happened on. How do we make a difference this time and get that conviction? So I think there's a number of differences this time, and I'm going to list a few of them for you. First of all, I think the strength of the videotape evidence is far superior to uh, what was in place or what was played before the jury uh, back in 2008. In fact, I know it is that just the sheer quality of the tape, what it shows, and uh, the fact that it's clearly R. Kelly and it's clearly an underage girl, and they reference her age on the tape, et cetera, et cetera, all will support uh, the jury reaching a conclusion that he should be convicted. So that's number one. Number two, you know, a lot has changed in the last 10, 11 years in this country as it relates to people's attitudes towards uh, men behaving in an aggressive manner or inappropriate sexual manner with women, let alone um, young girls. So I think that's also going to support the jury ultimately uh, convicting him. Number three, he doesn't have the same star power that he had back in 2008, uh, now that it's 2000. 19. Number four, you're going to have victims that are going to come forward and are going to testify against them, and you're going to have more than one victim. So they're not, they haven't put all their eggs in one basket, if you will. That's why there's four victims uh, named in this complaint, this indictment, with many more charges uh, likely to come. 
Uh, number five, you're not going to have the obstruction of justice, hopefully, that occurred in connection with the 2008 trial. One of the things that we've uncovered over the course of our representation of these whistleblowers is that R. Kelly and his handlers, his enablers, they played the system back in 2008. And they didn't play the system in a legal way. They played the system in an illegal way. They paid people to intimidate witnesses. They paid people to tamper with evidence. They paid people to go retrieve evidence so it could be destroyed. They rigged that trial so that he would be acquitted, and ultimately that's what happened. Well, that's not going to happen this time. Michael Avenatti, he's representing parents, whistleblowers, and the victims of R. Kelly. We've got much more on the way. It's Cafe Mocha. We are on the line with attorney Michael Avenatti. He's representing several uh, people in the R. Kelly, upcoming R. Kelly trial. He's Thank goodness. parents, victims, whistleblowers. Uh, Gloria Allred has taken these type cases for years. She's involved with some of the victims as well. Are you guys working together to strategize at all? Or is this totally separate? No, no, we're, no we're not. I have a lot of respect for Gloria, but we have you know very different styles and have for um, some time. Uh, but we're not, we're not strategizing together in connection with these cases. It, you know, here's one point that I want to make, just shifting topics if I could. Hopefully you don't mind. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons why R. Kelly has been able to get away with this for as long as he has is obviously his celebrity status. I mean, that's had a lot to do with it. But there's a second reason that I don't think people are talking about enough, and it's a reason that really bothers me. Um, and, I, and I'm going to say this as a white man of privilege, and that is that R. Kelly was able to get away with this for almost 30 years mm-hmm. because the individuals that he preyed upon were some of the most vulnerable individuals in our society. Young black girls, in many cases from broken homes, from the wrong side of the tracks, quote unquote, that people were not likely to believe for the wrong reasons, okay? And I think that that says it's an indictment of our society and it's an indictment of the system uh, and it's an indictment of all the people that along the way could have done the right thing and made sure this never happened again. And I hope that when this story is ultimately told, that we don't lose track of this issue, because I think it's a critical one. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, On my show, The Real, when I made that statement, you know, there were people that obviously at the end of the day, they, they had to come back and they had to realize that that was a true statement. So coming from, you know, a person like you, Michael, it, it's, it's just great to hear that because we have to keep that message out there. Um, in closing, what is it that we can do to um, keep focus on this? Well, I think the power of social media is really important. Uh, and I think that that is really driving the narratives uh, in a significant way on, on what people are losing focus of and what remains near the top of the list. And so I would encourage people to be active on social media to the extent that uh, people come upon evidence or anything of that nature. They can contact me at um, avenati.com, A-V-E-N-A-T-T-I.com. My contact information's on there if you need to reach me. Uh, And, you know, stay interested and stay active. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. Brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. This is the Espresso. I'm Angelique. 
March is Women's History Month, and we're celebrating by talking to some of our favorite women, like Tregill Wade, Dwayne Wade's sister and the director of his foundation. Last year, I started a mentorship with young girls that are teenagers that do not have their mother in their lives. Do you know it was the hardest thing to find them? Because that is a subject nobody talks about, and it's actually one that a lot of young girls are embarrassed about. Another woman making history, Annette Nance Holt, the first woman in the Chicago Fire Department to be appointed deputy commissioner. You know, I didn't see an African-American firefighter or a woman when I was coming up. So for me to just venture out and be adventurous and say, hey, I'm going to go for it, that says something. But all the non-traditional jobs for women, more women are coming into these jobs now. Just some of the interviews coming to you for Women's History Month. That's the espresso. Coming up, get your workout on with the Mocha Mix. We build, and we build with purpose, with pride, because we build for the builders, the never-back-down builders, the always-on builders, the crack-of-dawn builders, the builders you didn't see coming. We build trucks for them, and we've proudly done just that for over a century. So why stop now? There's so much more to build. Built for the builders. The 2019 F-150. Built Ford Proud. With a solid marriage, thriving business, and their community's respect, Joyce and Odell Watson have everything they could ever want. But underneath their seemingly perfect exterior lurks a desire to test the wild side of life. A desire fulfilled when bootleggers Milton and Yvonne Hamilton move in next door. Now their lives are full of good times and no regrets. Until the Hamiltons uncover long-held secrets that could destroy everything the Watsons have worked for. Don't miss One House Over by Mary Monroe. Now available everywhere books are sold. And visit readdafina.com for more dazzling reads. That's readdafina.com.